What's up, guys? It's John the Dom with the Man of Experience. And I got one question for y'all. Why not me? Why not me? Why can't I be the one to change the culture? Why can't I be the guy to change manhood for men? Why can't I be the guy that stands out in the manosphere? Why can't I be the guy... That's what I want to know. Why can't, why can't I be it? Why not me? That's the central theme of today. That's the attitude that you have to have. I think a lot of men out there are afraid of what they could become. They're afraid of starting, and therefore, they never do. They never even make the attempt. Because failure is a much, much scarier thing. And therefore, a lot of guys feel much more safe not even making the attempt at all when you don't have to risk being considered a failure to some. But the fact of the matter is is that the opinion of others is irrelevant to you. What should matter is, are you better today than you were yesterday? Are you better now? Are you going to be better a week from now? Are you going to be better than you were A month from now, three months from now, a year from now, 10 years from now, are you going to be a better man, okay, than you were? If you're a guy in your teens, by the time you're in your 20s, are you going to be a better man than you were then? Are you going to be unrecognizable to people? Guys, this is what I want each and every one of you to feel like. I want each and every single one of you to think about that high school reunion or that college reunion There's a lot of people in your life that you're not going to see for a long time and then you're going to see them again. What's the kind of man that you want them to see the next time you see them? Who's the kind of person that you want them to see? Do you want them to see the person that leveled up that is a completely changed person, a completely changed man, a strong person, successful, valuable man? Do you want to be that guy or do you want to be the guy that is the same person he was 10 years ago when he was in high school or when he was in college? You know, just hanging around, not really doing nothing, has nothing going for him. Think about this, guys. I You should want to be the guy that everyone is talking about and saying, wow, That guy really changed. He really made it happen. He really, you know, I got to talk to this guy. I got to see what he's up to. That's the kind of change that you need to make in your life. And a lot of guys out there are afraid. They don't have the attitude of why not me. You know, that's that's a famous saying from Derrick Rose. If you've never heard that, I really recommend you guys all look it up right now and watch the video. Come back here. It's a short little clip. He's in the interview, and he's saying, why not? Why can't I be the MVP of the league? Why can't I do this? You know, why can't I do that? Why not? And I think a lot of guys, they're afraid because they're going to... There's a thing where they've never had a male influence in in their life. They've never been um, able to have that sort of power or message conveyed on to them. They've never learned these things until, you know, 
being exposed to it today and now. And they're not sure what to do. You know, now that they've heard these things, they're able to listen to it and they understand it. But it's about, you know, not only do you listen to it, not only do you hear it, how do you apply it to your life? How do you take the things that you are learning and use them in your life? Because everyone can be a great, great listener. Everyone can be a great listener. You can sit there in class and listen to the teacher all day long. But are, have you been taking your notes? Have you been studying your notes? Have you been testing yourself? Have you been trying to see if you really know the information that we're conveying to you? And not only that, when the teacher does give you the test, how do you do? Do you pass? Do you fail? You need to know this stuff so that you can figure out whether or not you really do know this material. Because when you are put under pressure... That is when this information will either make you or break you. Because if you know this information on like the back of your hand, then you're going to pass every test that you ever get with flying colors when it comes to manhood. But if you don't know this stuff now, if you don't test yourself, if you don't apply it, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter what we tell you. It does not matter. If you don't try to go out and make something of it, if you don't go out there and, you know, do the things that we are asking you to do, if you don't try to, you know, have something for yourself that you want to try to accomplish or do, I mean, we it's it's empty words here. That's that's all it's gonna be. So it's it's up to y'all. And I can give every single one of you the motivation, you know, with all my my personal stories. I got friends' stories. I got stories from other people, uh, you know, celebrities, athletes, people who have gone through tremendous struggle, tremendous uh, pain, you know, tough situations growing up in their lives, lack of a father figure in their lives. Look, the lack of a father figure in your life is not something that should be the determining factor of your success or not. It obviously plays a big part in the way that you're raised. However, it does not mean that you can't be the man in your own life because that's the whole point of this is that you have to become the man in your life. Just because you didn't have that man in your life does not mean you can't be your own man in your life. So if you want to be that motherfucking guy, if you want to be that dude, okay, you got to make it happen. You can't just be, you know, you can't just be hanging around and just, you know, listening to all this stuff, watching all these videos and never do anything about it. You know, if there's something in your life that you're unhappy about, if there's something in with you personally in your life, the way that you are that you're unhappy about, do something to change it. Do something for you to change it. If you need help out there, there is counseling out there. There is coaching out there. There is so many treasure troves of valuable resources that is available to you on the internet that you can learn from. You can learn from so many people. There are so many great stories and things out there that you have at your disposal. You have access. Never before in this world have we had more access to information than at any other point in time in the human history. 
Okay, I want you to think about that. Right now, you have access to information that no one else had prior to 1990, 1980, whatever, okay? The fact that we are able to go and search up any single topic or detail and get a full, the history of anything, okay, that is unbelievable. That is the most powerful tool that you could possibly have because that means that there are so many people whose stories you can learn from, whose mistakes you can learn from. And I think that's the thing that we need to do more of is we need to be willing to talk to other people as men. And I was, I was actually looking at this. I, uh, there was a post. Um, it, was, it was a you know an interview and Kyle Kuzma was the one that was talking. And everyone, you know, gives Kuzma a lot of crap and a lot of shit um, for being, you know, whatever, for being inconsistent, all this and whatnot. But I th- when I saw this, I thought this was an unbelievable post. And I thought this was a very interesting uh, story. And I think that every single one of you should listen to this, okay? And this tell- this talks a lot about, or it's, excuse me, it speaks volumes about the, the mindset that Kobe Bryant had. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's let's get into this, all right? So Kuzma, on sitting down with Kobe as a Laker, he says, from the day I became a Laker, I had one thing on my mind. I have to have a sit down with Kobe. Okay, that's a very good sign. You know, and that shows you that he was very much trying to become a great player. You can see that he had the passion, the purpose to learn from an NBA legend as Kobe Bryant was. And uh, that's a, you know great thing to see and so he says that whole summer i was banging down rob palinka's phone every damn day trying to get a hold of mamba and so palinka is the um the gm of the lakers and so he says i'm hitting rob all the time like come on help me out i'm trying to talk to him and this goes on for like a minute and finally one night we're in minnesota for a game the next day it's almost 11 i'm stretching in my hotel room and i get a random text just out of the blue yo this is bean let's do dinner sunday when you guys get back, I'm like, this is Kobe texting my phone. What the fuck is going on right now? So I show up at the restaurant that Sunday. I'm always on time for dinner, but tonight I'm 15 minutes early. I'm just sitting there for a while until his security shows up. They walk in and they're like, hey, we're going to take you back to the table. Kobe's almost here driving in right now. All of a sudden, Kobe walks in and it's literally like Moses spreading the ocean. Everybody in the restaurant is just looking at him. And he comes to the table and he's like, Kuz, what up, man? Just completely chill. But I'm like, oh, shit, Kobe knows my name. We're at that table for about two hours and we're just talking about life, basketball, how I grew up, how he grew up, the ups and downs of his career. We talked about his business life, things that really influenced him. The cool thing with Kobe, he was always trying to get smart. He was always trying to gain knowledge and he'd find that from anything. So he's not just sitting there answering questions. He's asking me all this stuff too. Man, just like how has your upbringing shaped you? How do you think it helped you in your pro career right now? How do you think it's helping you in your pro career right now? Things like that. And he didn't have to do those things, but he did. That was a really cool night for me. It's a memory that just gets more important and more special to me as time goes by. That speaks a lot of volumes about the man that Kobe Bryant was. Okay, Kobe Bryant is talking to a rookie, all right? So this is a young guy on the Lakers, 
you know, young blood who was, you know, intent on talking to Kobe Bryant, on speaking with him. And he, he gets the opportunity. He gets to meet him. Kuzma, uh, you know, they go to get dinner. And, you know, the, the incredible thing that you can see from here is that Kobe did not treat Kuzma as if he was beneath him. Kobe treated Kuzma like he was an equal, okay? Kobe didn't have to do that. Kobe is a, you know, five-time NBA champion, MVP of the league, many, many, many-time all-star, so many points scored. I, I mean, you know, you name it, this man has done it. Let's just put it that way. Kobe was, in many people's minds, he was Michael Jordan light. Like, he was the closest thing to being Michael Jordan without being Michael Jordan. That's how impressive of a player Kobe Bryant was. And I can tell you from my personal experience from watching Kobe play, he's un was unbelievable. Unbelievable what he could do. Now, regardless of my opinion on him, um as an NBA player, just talking about, again, the fact that he is treating Kuzma as if he is his equal, asking him about, you know, how his upbringing shaped him and how it's helping him in his pro career, you know, things like that. Kobe's not playing in the NBA anymore, but he's still asking these kind of questions, mainly because he's trying to learn from Kuzma and see what he can gain knowledge-wise from Kuzma. Kuzma may, you know, this is the thing about people who are smart, people who are, you know, they're always, people who are smart know that they don't know everything. And they know that they have to learn from others. Okay, that's how they get smart is they learn from others. And Kobe is learning and trying to learn from Kuzma and learn about him to see if there's something that he can take and apply to his own life. And I think that's the most special thing about Kobe Bryant, and one of the reasons why, you know, before he tragically uh, died in that helicopter crash, I think why he would have went on to have a career just as valuable and just as impressive after basketball as his playing career was. And that's not an exaggeration either, because uh, according to everyone, um, his post playing career was just as you know impressive a start as in you know his NBA career was and I think Kobe you know he was not going to be limited to just being you know the great NBA player that he was he was going to go out there and really try to make something of his life and really work on his manhood and continue to grow and learn and I think that's a beautiful beautiful thing to see you know, I think that that is the most impressive and beautiful thing that a person can do is that they can continue to move on. You know, they know that if their time is up in one thing, they still are going to try to learn and get better at something else. And Kobe was that kind of guy. Now, you know, again, going back to what this, how this works for, um, you know, the, the theme of the episode, why not me? And how that translates to us as men. Okay. The whole point of this is that if you're trying, if you want to be great, if you want to be the man that you want to be, 
you will go and you will make it happen because that's who you're going to be. You know, again, I, I need more guys out here to be doers in this world because a lot of guys, you can be a thinker. You can be a guy who's, you know, able to think these things through and can think about it for a while and think and think and think and ponder, you know, all this stuff and, and have it churn in your mind and in your brain. And that's great. That's unbelievable. But you want to know something? Thinkers and ponderers and people who just keep it in their mind, they don't ever get anything done. They don't ever get anything done. Okay, you put it off and you never do. You want to know how things get done in this world? People do something. They do something about it. Whatever the problem is, they are doing something to find a solution to that problem. If people just talked about the problem or talked about a solution but never tried anything, never did anything, then the problem would still be there. If people try to solve the problem by doing, if they're wrong, they're still a problem. But guess what? If they're right, the problem goes away. And instead of talking about the problem, okay, instead of just sitting there pondering about the problem, if they talk about the solution, guess what? The problem is still there. If they talk about the solution even more, the problem is still there. If they talk about how they're going to, you know, go, they're going to think about, you know, implementing this solution or what they might do or what they could do, the problem is still there. The problem is never going to go away. If you think about it, the problem is going to go away if you try and if you do. So that's why I think more men need to become doers in this world. You know, that goes hand in hand with risk taking. That's a big part of this is that you have to be a little bit of a risk taker to become a doer. Because people who procrastinate and I'm I'm guilty of this more than any motherfucker in this world. I procrastinate so much. I said that I was going to start this podcast back in December or January, somewhere in there, okay? I think it was January. I said I was going to launch the podcast, and I never fucking did it. I never did it, and I made a lot of excuses as to why I didn't do it. I made a lot of excuses about how, oh, well, I don't have the equipment to do it, or, oh, I, you know, I'm still with my parents, and so I can't talk about this with my parents there or oh I can't do it because you know this that and the other or, oh I'm worried about what someone may think if they find it that I know you know and if they'll what they'll think of me differently fuck that who cares okay right now I'm moved out okay I solved the problem all right I said I had a problem I couldn't you know do things by myself for myself because I was living with my parents, I was always bitching and moaning about it, complaining that it was a problem. I moved out. I moved out because I wanted to be my own man and I wanted to solve things on my own. Okay? And I love my family more than anything in this world. All right? I love my parents. But I was not going to let a problem stay a problem because I'm talking about it. I said, I'm going to make something happen. I, I, I made a goal too, and I said, I want to move out by June. I missed out on that deadline by about two months. No, about a, about a month and a half. I missed out by about a month and a half. 
Okay, but I, you know what? At the end of the day, I moved out. I set the goal. Even though I missed the deadline on that goal, I still ended up moving out, okay? About a month and a half later. And I'm proud of that right there. Okay, I'm proud that I was able to move out. Now, I wish I could have done it sooner, but I still think because I got it done now, I'm not having to worry about it no more. Everything's all set up here. I'm good to go, okay? You know, the stuff about equipment, I got the equipment. I figured it out. Okay, we got it all in, in sort. We got it all in check. The part about caring what other people are going to think, you know, I realized at a certain point in my life that it's not really about what others think about you. Okay, it's what you think about yourself, and it's about how you view yourself. And the book that I read that kind of changed a little bit of my perspective on that was this book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. And that book is, I think, incredible in the sense that it's a very, I don't want to say nihilistic because I think that's too uh, too depressing of you. But I think it, it changed the way because it changed the way I viewed things because it just said straight up, like, look, you know, we're all going to live our lives. We're all going to do things in our life, okay, whether or not we, we choose to or not, and we're all going to die. And I think at the end of the day, that's the thing that I've always, you know, for the last year and a half, really for the last year, I would say specifically, um, I've been pondering for so long is that, you know, the inevitability of my own death and other people's deaths. And that's just a, a fact of life. All right. At the end of the day, we're all going to die. But it's about what you do in the time that you're here that matters the most. Okay. But again, even after you die, you know, time goes on. Legacies are going to be forgotten. Legacies are going to be crumbled away. You know, 100 years from now, probably most, I would argue, damn near 100% of us will be forgotten about. Another century from now, even more. Another century from now, even more. So none of this matters. None of this really matters. I mean, I can you know, say all these things, I can become this great person, do all these in incredible things, I still end up in the same grave. I still end up in the same ground. I still end up, you know, skin and bones, decayed under the ground. And that's a hard pill for me to swallow because I, I want to think that life can be forever, but it, it's not. And I think a lot of you guys need to realize that is that your time is valuable. Your time is limited. You never know when your day may come. Okay. Cause everybody's day will come. And, but it's about what do you do in the time that you're here? How can you impact other people's lives? And my goal now is that I want to impact other people's lives in a positive way. And I think that this is one of the best ways that I can do that is I can help other men avoid the struggles and avoid the mistakes that I made growing up. You know, I grew up in a good family system. I had a, a loving father and a loving mother, but I think that I could have done, I, I really wish I could have done some things different, and I think I would have changed a lot of the things I did. Not that I would change everything because they shaped me to who I am today, but if I could change and fix a lot of the mistakes that I made, I may do that. I may help coach me otherwise. But again, you can't be dwelling on the mistakes that you made in the past because right now you control the present. And the present is how you fix 
whatever mistakes you felt like from the past or whatever problems you're seeking you have today, you have to fix them today. Okay, so that you can make yourself be able to live a better tomorrow. And I'm proud of where I came from. I'm proud of who I've become. I know I've not always been perfect. And I know I never, you know, I know that I'm not always going to be perfect. I know that I'm going to have days where I mess up, where I make a bad mistake. And I got to, you know, be able to own up to it. I got to be able to move on. I got to be able to learn from it. And I got to be able to attack the next day and be able to make the most of it. And so do each and every one of you, okay? So I want each and every one of you, all right, to think about something that you've been putting off. I want you to think about something that you have been putting off for a while, something that you've been saying that you were going to do, you were going to accomplish, that you were going to, you know, make happen, but you never did, all right? I want you to write that down in your journal, and not only that, I want you to do something actionable towards that goal. I want you to do something to make that thing happen. All right? And you're going to do this because if you fail, if you don't accomplish whatever it is that you're trying to set out to achieve, like let's say your your goal was, oh, I'm going to talk to three new people. And you didn't do it. Okay, and you, you didn't make that, you didn't take that chance, you didn't go out there and make it happen, introduce yourself to three new people and talk to them and learn about them, learn who they are, then you gotta, you gotta, you know, I think that's, that's what I'm saying, it's like things like that, so if you have a goal like that, you need to make it happen, okay, don't talk about how you have social anxiety, don't talk about how you have, you know, whatever, get the counseling, get the help, work on it. Like, you got to work on it, you know? You you can't just sit here and talk about all this stuff and not work on it to fix yourself because otherwise you're going to consider yourself a victim. You're going to see yourself as a victim and then you'll never change anything. And the victim mindset that people have in this world is the biggest problem and the reason why they're not successful because they want to be the victim. They want to be the victim who couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't get it done because of this. I couldn't get it done because of that. I couldn't you know, accomplish this because of this person or that person or this person held me back and this person held me back and this person did this to me and whatnot. You know what? It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Okay? If you wanted to make it happen, you would have made it happen. But now you're going to sit here and act like you're the victim because you couldn't get it done. Okay? It's all just a bunch of crap. And... I think that every single one of us needs to get that mindset out of our out of our head. If we want to become a man, if we want to become the guy in our life, if we want to run our own life, we can't be having that attitude. We can't be having that mindset of, oh, you know, this person did this to me and this person did this and I couldn't do it because of this. You know, it's all excuses. You need to, if you want it to happen, you'll find a way to make it happen. If you believe in it enough, you will find a way to make it happen. Okay. Every single one of you out there has something that you you want to do, that you dream of doing, that you hope and you know pray every single night and you hope that you can do that thing. That if you could just do that thing, it would make your life so much better. If you could do this thing now, if you could accomplish this thing, your life would be fixed and your life would be great forever. 
And maybe that's true, but for a lot of you, it's probably not. And I'm, I hate to tell you that, guys. Okay, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but just because you you can accomplish or fix one thing in your life, it doesn't mean you're going to fix everything in your life. Okay, becoming a man is a lifelong habit. It's a lifelong journey. You are not running a sprint, in the words of Hafiz from The Roommates. Okay, this is a marathon, not a sprint. The people that win the first 100 meters in the marathon, okay, that that start the marathon out like they're running the 100-meter dash, they get tired, they burn out, and they falter. The person that's steady but still is improving over time, steady by steady by steady by steady, they're still going and going and going and going and going and going. At that pace, guess what happens? They win the race. Guys, let's go ahead and let's write down in our journal something that we want to accomplish or if we have a problem in your life, I want you to come up with a solution. I want you to act on that on that solution. I want you to make that thing happen. Okay, so if you feel like you're not good with talking to girls, tomorrow you're going to, three girls that you see, you're going to go and you're going to introduce yourself to them. Maybe not even three. I would just start with one. Let's do that. If, you're, if you've never even done this before, just start with one. Okay? And every day that you go, you're going to improve or increase whatever it is that's your problem or that's your thing. You're going to increase by a little bit every day. Okay? So if you struggle with talking to girls, day one, you're going to talk to one girl. Day two, you're going to talk to two girls. Day three, you're going to talk to three girls. Day four, you're going to talk to four girls, and so on and so forth, okay? You're going to keep doing this until eventually you're going to get so good at talking to girls that it's not even going to be like something you even think about or get nervous over because you're just going to do it, all right? Okay, with all that being said, thank you so much for listening once again to the Man of Experience. I've been your host, John the Don. Let's man up, boys.